Welcome to More to the Point, the extended interviews between KGB Texas Communications and innovative leaders working to create positive consequence in our communities. We hope you find them inspiring and informative. joining me here today. Um, I love the fact that you and I have um, found opportunities to come in contact with each other and spend some time with each other and especially right now with it being uh, Women's History Month. I'm especially honored to have you join us today. Well I'm absolutely delighted and so excited that we have an opportunity to tell a little bit more about what happens with Girl Scouts and especially Girl Scouts here in Bear County and through our 21 county um, area, so I'm delighted to be here. Thank you. So perfect to have you joining us as you are the highest ranking Latina in the United States Marine Corps in history and also now the CEO of Girl Scouts uh, Southwest. So um, we're just really, really thrilled to have you today. So thank you again. Well, thank you. And again, it's always been uh, a, just a great honor. I think I was very humbled and honored to have the opportunity to serve my country. Absolutely. Well, we're glad to have you here in San Antonio as well. So tell me a little bit and a little bit of a parallel of the type of leadership that you learned in the military and compare that to the leadership skills that are being taught to the young women in Girl Scouts. Well, leadership, I think, is leadership is leadership. I think that um, when you're in the military and you wear the cloth of the nation, you know, it's a caste system. So it's very easy to fall into the track where you have to listen to the person just based on whatever they're wearing on the collar. Mm -hmm. So the sergeant tells the corporal they understand, salute smartly, and execute. But the realities are that it still takes people to practice good leadership, which is inspiration. It's listening, taking care of your people. It is being um, compassionate. It is being, um, I think, a person that uh, is open to listening and learning. And, and I think that it, people make the perception that because it's authoritarian that, mm -hmm. that that kind of a person doesn't adjust well coming from a military environment into the civilian world. And uh, so a lot of people ask me that, you know, like, wow, that must have been really hard. And I said, you know, it wasn't hard for me at all. I found most people that I was interacting with were like, oh, my God, you know, she's going to be like directing and telling us things. And so people were really surprised when I came here. And they would ask my staff, like, what's it like, you know, to work for the general? And they go, you know, she's really funny, you know? And they're going, like, that's not what people would expect to come out right away. They were like, well, what do you mean? I said, oh, she tells funny stories, and she makes people feel comfortable, and just like you're all best friends. And so I always find that amusing because... I often wondered if my folks who worked for me in the military would say, yeah, I don't think she was all that funny. <laughs> <laughs> so, so it's been kind of interesting in that. But I really think it's about taking care of your people, which is really what Girl Scouts does. I think girls learn early on um, about caring, about having an environment where they're encouraging and supportive. I think Girl Scouts teaches, and what the young girls learn is that it's also about giving back. You know, right. they learn about being philanthropic. Um, not only do they, you know, give their time to a community project, but they also learn that when they're saving their money from cookie sales, that they tend to want to give it back to someone or something. So as a group, they may decide to buy food for um, an animal program, mm -hmm. you know, so that the dogs and the cats have an opportunity to have food. Uh, many times the troops will 
reinvest their money back into the Girl Scouts saying we want somebody that can't afford the $25 to be a Girl Scout. We want to pay for a girl. And so, right. so that's part of the leadership evolution, right. I think, because young girls then learn to realize that that's important when they become a leader is to be thoughtful of all those pieces that become part of your community as a leader. I love that. Yeah. I love that. I've heard such wonderful things about the leadership programs within Girl Scouts. So tell me then, what do you feel is one of the biggest challenges for young women and girls today? Well, the, the challenge is that you would think that this uh, today in 2020, things would be better than they were 10 years ago or 15 years ago for girls and women. But the realities are that it's actually more difficult today for a young girl to kind of grow up. Uh, and when we say that, uh, we have a National Girl Scout Research Institute that has placed Texas ranked 42nd. We rank 42nd in the, in the nation when it comes to the well-being of girls. Wow. And, you know, that talks to health, that talks to home environment, to feeling, you know, just hungry. Mm -hmm. uh, and of course, recently, San Antonio did the status of women. Mm -hmm. And the status of women really pretty much put San Antonio as one of the worst places for women and one of the most deadly. And so trying to create an environment, starting with girls, if we can right. figure out what's, what can we do today um, that will create the environment so that they can, so we in San Antonio can fix that, that we can make it better. but. But that is the challenge, and so the today's girls, you know, obesity. Um, there's just challenges of a home environment. Um, it is about food. It's just about being in a safe place. But, but today, add all this um, communications. Right. I mean, the social media, the bullying is unrelentless. And I tell people, I said the when I was growing up. Um, you had a bully pretty much from about 8.30 to 3.30. That's right. And, and then you ran home or you took whatever route you could right. to get away from them. But, but when, once you got home, you were safe. Yes. Um, you were with your family, you know, your siblings. I mean, maybe your brother or somebody had to, you know, like you had the little tussles. But the realities were you knew you were safe. Yeah. And you mentally rested. And then you were prepared because you knew when you got to school at 8.30, the bully was going to be there again. And today, it doesn't stop. Yeah. It's, it's relentless. And the anonymity, at least I knew, yeah. you know, I knew Mary didn't like me. And I knew Mary was my bully. But I think today, you know, girls don't know that. And, you know, when you have body imaging issues, when you just have all these things, it's really tough to create a, an environment, which is what Girl Scouts does. Um, Girl Scouts is all girls, mm -hmm. and you have a role model because we have either, you know, girl teens, um, we might have, you know, a parent, uh, it might be just a college student who's decided to invest her time in being that role model, mm -hmm. but you can make mistakes. That's what I love about these Girl mm -hmm. Scouts because they'll make mistakes, and there's another girl to say, okay, let's do that again. You right. know, we're trying to shoot a rocket in the air, you right. know, using water and bouncing it on the ground, and it didn't work. And let's do it again. And so you get you get that sense of it's okay to make these types of yeah. mistakes and kind of learn from them so that you feel good about it and that yeah. that's life. Yeah. And this is what I love about Girl Scouts is that 
it's a safe place, but it's resiliency. I mm -hmm. mean, where can you make mistakes? And I'm sure probably in your line of business, my line of business, you can't make too many mistakes right. and pat you on the back and go, hey, that's okay. Yeah. It only cost us a billion dollars. So so the thing is that girls learn that life isn't always a trophy, that girls don't always get a ribbon just because you showed up. You have to do something. And that's what the badging does in our patches. Right. Everything is earned. And, it, you know, and when people say no to you, you still have to accomplish whatever commitment you made. So if you're a girl selling cookies and you made a commitment to your troop or you made a commitment to yourself that you're going to have this goal of 200 boxes of cookies, I mean, plenty of people still say, no, I don't want a box of cookies. And they might try to figure out another way to ask you, like, yes. well, would you like to buy a box of cookies for your friend Angie? Yeah. And they go, well, Angie and I had an argument, so I'm not going to buy her a box of cookies. Yeah. Well, then it's, well, maybe you'd like to buy a box of cookies for the USO or someone else. And, well, they'll still say, no, I'm not interested, you know. And they still have a goal of 200 boxes of cookies. Mm -hmm. So I love the fact that they go back to the table and they figure it out. I mean, right. I always tell people that that that's what resiliency is, that they have to it understand is. that everything is not yes, yeah. and you still have to get there. Exactly. So that's exactly. kind of what I like about this program. Well, and it is such a life lesson and such, uh, you know, at the core, because as you said, we all make mistakes. And being in an environment where, you know, and I've always said too with my team is it's okay to make a mistake, just learn from it. And you have to you have to learn from it, and you have to not make that same mistake again. So, so that brings me to another question as well. You know, as women leaders in our community, what is it that we need to be doing to ensure that we pay it forward to those that are coming up, uh, those that are younger than we are? What what do we all need to do? Well, I think women, um, we have to really embrace this next generation in every program that you possibly can. Now, Girl Scouts has been around for 108 years, mm -hmm. and what a great celebration. But the question is, is Girl Scouts going to be here 100 years from now? And would we, today's women, do we fail the next generation of women leaders by allowing an organization like this to just kind of go away after mm -hmm. it's been so successful? Because it has great success stories. All three women who were secretaries of state, you know, were Girl Scouts. Nearly every woman who's flown in space was a Girl Scout. 60% of the women that are in Congress or are elected officials were Girl Scouts. So there has to be something about the core right. curriculum or the experiences that say, hey, Girl Scouts did this for me. Sometimes we don't go back. Like I often have to ask women, well, were you a Girl Scout? Well, yeah. Well, like here you are the president of your company or here you are, you know, a general. Yeah. Like, like, don't you think Girl Scouts had something to do with that? And, they'll, and I see them walking back because I'll say, well, when did you first think you were a leader? Oh, well, I was on the high school soccer team, or I was class president or something. So I go, well, what did you do before high school? And so you'll see them kind of roll their eyes and go, well, I only did Girl Scouts. Oh, well, what did you do in Girl Scouts? Oh, my gosh, you know, my mom dragged me off. I was the shyest person in the world. Right. And I just I had to sell cookies, and that really gave me a little bit of self-confidence. And I said, oh, really, what do you do now? Oh, well, I do professional motivation speaking. <laughs> and so you're like, okay, so you're really shy, but you don't understand that Girl Scouts might have been that first right. building brick. And so I think women supporting, and it's not just like I support Girl Scouts, 
it's really writing checks. Mm -hmm. I mean, financially, there's it's so competitive nowadays. I think it is. for being able to um, to get a donor's dollar because so many people want to see the needle move today. Mm -hmm. And we're, I consider us a preventive organization. So we're an organization that investing now means that when a woman does, you know, when she's elected governor of the state of Texas and she says, I was a Girl Scout, when a woman does a significant um, breakthrough in cancer research and she says, I was a Girl Scout, when we have a woman that's shuttling an aircraft and she says, mm -hmm. I was a Girl Scout, I tell people, there's your dollar. Mm -hmm. There's your dollar. It's not whether she, and it's great when we have statistics that say she finished the third grade or she passed her fifth, you know, fifth grade math star test. But the realities are, it's this gradual, long-term development in her character. It's yeah. her long-term belief in philanthropy and giving back to the community and being a volunteer of the year when she's 30 years old or 35 years old. So so getting women to embrace girls, because it's, it's tough, but it's financially, it's being a volunteer, it's being a role model. And so Girl Scouts started last year. We decided that for the city of San Antonio, we were gonna come together. So it was like the first time ever. Nobody's really reached out to other girl organizations. So mm -hmm. we took the lead and we did the Day of the Girl in San Antonio. Okay. And it's celebrated every year nationally and internationally. It's called the International Day of the Girl, October the 11th, so it's like a holiday. Uh -huh. And so we chose that last year, so we partnered. We invited seven uh, girl-only organizations to join us and to have this celebration of the girl. And we did it with the Young Women's Leadership Academy. We hosted over there. We had a lot of our city uh, representatives kind of come and mm -hmm. talk. We had a great panel uh, of girls uh, they came and they spoke about their roles and the different, you know, organizations that they belong to. And then we had all the CEOs and the EDs kind of get up there and talk as well. They also came and gave a report on the state of women in San Antonio. But I kept challenging, wouldn't this be great if we could, instead of just being in the auditorium at the Young Women's Leadership Academy, that someday San Antonio would so celebrate the Day of the Girl that we would fill up, you know, we'd fill up um, Alamo... Uh, Pla not Alamo Plaza, but the uh, Alamo, uh, Dome. Alamo yeah. Dome. Wouldn't it be great with just nothing but girls out of the city of San Antonio and county of Bear County here to be able to just say celebrate what they're going to bring to our community and our city from years from now. That's so, so that's really a big piece. I think is how does somebody get behind that, and it, and it just really takes a whole lot. So that's what I think women could do to support the next generation. I think that's fantastic, and I think, you know, as as women. In business and in our community it really is our responsibility and I talked about that the other day of embracing each other and lending a hand um, you know lending that support because I think sometimes you know the tendency is to divide and to be competitive and really it's 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 embracing each other and providing that network of support and I think teaching that from um, a young age is what makes the difference as, as we bring up young women into leadership positions. Well, and that was really kind of the comment was that um, the other organizations were like, wow, this we would, like nobody wanted to cross into somebody else's lane. So we had Girls Inc., Girls on right. the Run, 
um, I mean, uh, uh, I think it was Pearl's Court. I mean, there were just all these organizations that were constantly all vying for the same donor dollars, and yet, you know, we took a deep breath and said, look, this is, it all matters because we're all trying to reach the next generation right. of women leaders, and so we, we have to figure this out. Right. And, um, and so we're really hoping that this becomes a big annual event in supporting girls and supporting each other. That's fantastic. Well, I'll look for it Good. In, in October of next year, October, October 11th. October the 11th. I you like can it. Look, put it on your calendar. I will. I will put it on my calendar. Well, that, I think, wraps up our time today, but I can't thank you enough for joining me on you know, National Women's History Month and for just spending a little bit of time and getting to know you a little bit better, and thanks for all that you've done for our country and also for our community. appreciate Great. it. Well, thank you very much, and uh, we're just absolutely delighted that you know, the city of San Antonio, Bear County, you know, we have leaders like you that are great role models for our girls as well. So thank well, you. Thank you. Thank you for listening to More to the Point. If you have any questions about this episode or want to learn more about our company, please visit us at kgbtexas.com or email us at podcast at kgbtexas.com.